Welcome, everyone, to episode 352 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Uh, it is just me and Will again. Will, Eric was supposed to be on tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about mobile games. We haven't done mobile games in a while. Uh, the mobile gaming landscape has changed significantly since the last time we covered mobile games, so we figured now's a good time. Uh, Eric was going to be on, but they are trying to train their their baby to sleep in a crib and it's not going that well so he's he's alone with with uh, the little one tonight so he is not able to make it on at least not as, not as of right now uh maybe at some point if he gets the little one to settle down he'll he'll be on so yeah so it's just me and will covering mobile gaming will do you have anything you want to tease for later on the episode uh i played a little bit of the well not a little bit i've been playing a lot of the bioshock infinite remaster mm-hmm. i went to gamestop and got it for 18 dollars uh all three games and i thought that was a steal so i did Absolutely. that and i'm playing through infinite right now man what a game i'll talk about it later but i'm i love that game so much that, that game is fabulous totally mm-hmm. agree yep yeah, but uh other than that that's about it i've just been doing a lot of school work and work stuff okay uh i don't have anything new that i want to talk about that i can that i can think of at the moment uh so i was just, you know doing my game videos and then uh it's all i played breath of the wild can't be might be perfect game though I'm not gonna <laughs> lie it, it's kind of all i want to play right now as much as i've played it already in in its lifetime that's all I want to play. I Weird. want I want to play it too, but I know when I do sit down and play it again, it's all I'll play. So yeah, trying, like trying to hold off. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Um, all right, well let's, let's get into mobile gaming. Um, as I said, Eric maybe may join us at some point. He's played Fortnite on mobile, which I think is important because that's made a absolute ton of money already. It's gotten to the point where the developer had to put a warning in front of the game for kids not to play it in class. So <laughs> that's an issue. That, yeah, um, come on. But it's made twenty five million in its first month on the on the market, which is crazy. That game's just basically printing money at this point. But can you um, think of a game bigger than that right now? Like, no, there's nothing even close. It's probably the biggest game that I've seen in my lifetime that stayed consistent. Other because Pokemon Go was bigger, but Pokemon Go didn't last. Yeah, that that fell off. Uh, Fortnite's been big since what? Around like, was did it come out right before Christmas? Before then, I want to say. I know you guys played it for four in February, but, but was that PC only at that point? Had it been on consoles yet? Uh, we played that in Extra Life. Extra Life, not four. So in that February. was that's that's right. that was November. Okay. And it was going strong before then. Yeah, I I feel like it came out right before that though. It just not wasn't out a significant amount of time. Here, let me Fortnite Battle Royale. That's true because it's not the full game; it's the Battle Royale Royale mode. That's uh... September 2017. Oh wow! So it's been on a long, a lot longer than I thought. 
I mean, it wasn't as massively popular that first month, but I want to say towards October, end of October is when it really blew up. Yeah. And it's become a, a beast of a of a game. Yes, it has. Uh, so there's that. I think one one other thing that's that's changed since we last covered mobile games is a lot of like strategy games, like full on strategy games are on there. A lot of the old, a lot of Final Fantasies are on there that they've just ported to mobile. Uh, so we'll we'll talk about those. But the main thing I wanted to talk about, at least to start off with, is they are now making gaming focused mobile phones. <coughs> um, the first one being the Razer phone, which came out at some point last year. It's Razer's first foray into the into the mobile market, and it was designed with gamers in mind. It's got uh, let me call up the specs real quick here. Um, uh, let's see, Razer phone specs. It's uh, I know it has a hundred and twenty hertz refresh rate, which is crazy. That's uh, you know faster than uh, everything everything else on the market at this point. Um, but the, you know, they're starting to come out with more. Uh, let's see. It's a 2560 by 1440 pixel screen, uh, 5.7 inches. Stop Ooh. it. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> uh, I had a ad, a mobile or an ad playing. I hate that. Drive crazy. I hate auto ads. It's, it's just so distracting. Um, yeah, it's got 120 hertz refresh rate, so not a lot of games uh, take advantage of that, but there is is a handful of newer games that take advantage of that. One of them being, um, what's that really big mobile uh, MOBA that's like huge in China right now? Banglory? Banglory, it, that's not the right one. It's, it's it's something like that. Mobile, it's a mobile MOBA? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Um, so yeah, the the Razer phone, it's it's uh, I think seven hundred dollars unlocked. Um, it's got I don't know if anyone's familiar with the Nextbit Robin. Apparently, Razer bought Nextbit. Nextbit was doing the cloud based phone uh, that had like really low specs and everything was done via the internet on the cloud. So the phone didn't do much if it, if any processing. Uh, so Razer acquired Nextbit, and the Razer phone looks like a Nextbit Robin, but it's all black. It's got the obviously the Razer logo on the front. It's got a big speaker, excuse me, on the bottom. Apparently, it has really good sound too. Uh, the main complaint I've seen about the Razer phone has been the camera. So if your primary reason to have your phone like me, or have a high quality phone like me, is using the camera to like I use it, to, you know, take pictures of my kids and stuff. So. Uh, the camera is the most important factor. Uh, that's that's the weakest link on this phone, from what I gather. So, um, Dan, if I read you some MOBA mobiles, would you recognize it? Probably. Um, so you have Titan Brawl. Nope. Um, Heroes Evolved. Nope. X World. Nope. Mobile Legends Bang Bang. Nope. Ace of Arenas. Nope. Arena of Valor. Arena Valor, that's the one. Okay. I think that one's huge over in uh, like Asia, maybe like Korea and Japan and China. And I think it's kind of working its way over here, okay. from what I, I gather. I wonder if it's on iOS. Probably. Uh, stuff like... stuff stuff usually goes to iOS first and then and then to Android. It is on uh, iOS for those okay. interested. Yeah. Um so yeah. 
the razor phone is there um let me look because there's there was one that was announced today actually uh it was after i decided to do mobile gaming that uh uh was announced today that's uh not no notifications that's also a gaming focused phone and it's supposed to have rgb lighting for it mm-hmm. which i think is awesome <laughs> let me call up the name here uh so i i wanted to be prepared but of course i'm not it's been uh, a crazy crazy few days and this episode kind of was <laughs> again well with everything that kind of went on before leading up to it today yes <laughs> the late start and everything so yeah okay so here it is so it's called the nubia red magic uh, Nubia is owned by, uh, part, at least partially owned by ZTE, I think is what it says in here. Um, but it has RGB lighting on the back. Uh, it, but it's going to be this, like, kind of the second uh, gaming phone, if you will. It's got a 24 megapixel camera in the back, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, owned by owned by ZTE. Oh, Xiaomi uh, announced the Black Shark gaming phone, and apparently Asus has one in, uh, along the way. The difference with this one, the uh, what is it called again? Red Magic. Red Nub- Nubia. Nubia Red Magic. Anubis. Uh, it's going to be $400 instead of $700 like the Razer phone. Um, it's going to have Android 8.1, 8 gigabytes of RAM, 120 gigabytes of storage standard. Um, the 33800 mAh battery. Uh, but it all is also going to have... Wait. Oh, no. The Red Magic is not going to have 120 hertz display. So there's that. That's, um, is that is that good? 120 hertz. Yes. For a phone, I guess that's it, once you it's it's one of those things that you have to see in person. Okay. Uh, it's the same same as gaming on a high high frame rate monitor. Like once you see it in action, you're like, oh my god, that's beautiful. That's, okay. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of why I'm afraid to experience 100, like 120 hertz or 144 <laughs> hertz gaming because then I'm. I don't want to have to need, uh, uh, you know, a 120 hertz monitor or whatever. And you, you of all people would. I know you're a frame frame rate uh, buff. Oh, I'm a frame rate snob, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that I think that's cool. Um, yeah, not to get into the whole which is better, Android or or Apple or iOS. Uh, but one of the things I like about Android is the hardware diversity and, you know, phone max- phone manufacturers a- being able to take this risk and fill this need because there's going to be people out there that are, you know, kind of hardcore mobile gamers and play g- games like Vainglory uh, and want to have a good phone to play it on. So that's a uh, weird concept to me. A gaming phone? <clears throat> yeah, like people yeah. wanting to have the best gaming phone so they can. Yeah, yeah I, th- I feel like, too, I mean... Uh, I mean, at least in this ca- in the case of this one, uh, looks really nice. The Razer phone looks nice in its own like blocky, chunky kind of way. You know, I almost like that look. That's actually the the phone that I have on my for the picture on our on our stream is the Razer phone. I guess. So if you look, it's it's block. It's it's a it's a brick basically. Yeah, that is a brick. <laughs> but like I, don't I said, think it looks bad though. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, and like I said, it's, it's pretty much the next bit Robin. If you ever look at pictures of that, of that, um, you can definitely tell it takes design cues from that. So yeah, that, that for me is the biggest thing, uh, in, in mobile gaming. 
it's still, you know, as, as into gaming as I am, it's still weird to me, too, that there's gaming-focused phones. But, I mean, I guess it was only a matter of time. I would like to have the RGB lighting on my phone, though. That would be, that would be that sweet, would, I think. That would be pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> if, if only for S's and G's, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that. Um, yeah, uh, games. Will, let's talk about mobile games. Yeah, let's do it. To so be honest, the yeah, only ones the only ones that I really have played on my phone other than HQ Trivia has been the Final Fantasy. Well, I mean, I should say I've been playing Clash Royale pretty much consistently for a year and a half now. Um still after playing. have Oh yeah, I still play. Every day I check in, donate my cards and I play every weekend to get my crown chests for mm-hmm. or get my crowns for the clan chest for everybody. Um I play Pokemon Go seasonally. Uh, but if I'm going to play anything, it is the Final Fantasy games. Like, I have 6, 9, and uh, Tactics on here. Um, so that's mainly what I play. And for people who have played the Final Fantasy games, like, they know what that's about. And the ports are all really good on the phones, in my yeah. opinion. I think they're all really solid. I, I think especially Final Fantasy Tactics is a perfect game to have because... The problem I have with playing even like Final Fantasy VI on the phone is the touchscreen. I know it's okay, it works okay, but it, to me it's like it's it's a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the tactical nature of Final Fantasy Tactics makes it so it's perfect for you know you just you know poke where you need your troops to go or to turn or attack. You know it's all it's all super easy and intuitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played through the entirety of Final Fantasy Tactics on my phone couple years ago now um and it was great it's a great way to play that it's expensive for a mobile game it was 16 dollars i might have gotten it on sale but no it was, uh, it was a lot though you're you were right i think 16 is is what it caught or maybe even 20 i i might have gotten it on sale for like a 50 percent off sale square enix regularly has sales on their games on on the app stores so uh but yeah they're all the a lot of the old final fantasy games are on there which is new, I think, from the last time we covered mobile gaming. Um, but there's also full-on like strategy games. Uh, the Banner Saga games are on the on the mobile devices. Let me actually call up. I've got a few games of that of that nature on my wish list. Uh, yeah, I also have a game that I up. can recommend. I just gotta find it as well because I got a new phone, so I had since deleted a lot of my games that were on oh, here. Yeah. yeah. So Terraria is one that's on mobile. That's a good one. Yep, uh, I don't, again, I don't know how it plays with touch screens, but uh, it's got pretty good reviews on here. Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics. I talked about Baldur's Gate one and two are on there. The enhanced editions, Heroes of Might and Magic, Banner Saga. Uh, let's see what I have here. Romancing Saga two, which is a RPG. I always wanted to play back in the day, but just never got around to. Uh, and then Corey talked about Bury Me, My Love. That's a game I will get at some point. Um, it kind of breaks the fourth wall, and it, it's designed to be a mobile game because you're interacting with the mobile device, you know? So I actually have it. I just haven't really played it. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, and then some of the the Telltale games are on there, too. I have Game of Thrones on here. I played that already on PC, so I probably wouldn't play it on my phone, but but it's on there. I feel like a lot of those are on there too, uh, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, full on, full on games. Oh, uh, Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, the pocket editions on the there. Pocket edition is on there, which is 
from what I gather, is pretty much the full game with like simplified artwork, which I find to be awesome. Yeah, if, if that's your one way of playing Final Fantasy 15, do it. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, it's kind of a cutesy, uh, what is it, chibi art style? Yep. Chibi uh, but, art style. You know, you, you get the idea of what the game's about just by playing it that way, you know? So They're also hot. They are. <laughs> hot, hot couple, couple of bros. I was hoping that joke landed, and I was worried when you <laughs> didn't respond right away. I'm just a little slow on the uptake. It's been been <laughs> been a busy day. Uh, so, yeah, there's that uh, HQ we should talk about, too. Um, uh, real quick before we that's... get into HQ. Okay, go ahead. Uh, for RTSs, if you're interested in RTSs, get Iron Marines. It's kind of reminiscent of a StarCraft. Um, kind of like it's the Marines and, like, aliens fighting sort of game. Uh, but it's, like, a full-fledged RTS game that's really, really well-received. And it is an awesome game, so... But yeah, yeah, I mean, trivia. yeah, the I feel like the App Store more than ever now, or uh, you know, mobile games are at a point where it's not just uh, sucking your money out of you free to play games. Like, there's actually legitimately quality games on there, mm. and the devices are powerful enough nowadays to run them well. You know, yeah. One that I played a ton of, I don't know, I don't think we covered this, but it was the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I absolutely loved and played it for a while, but it got to a point where I was like, I'm not progressing. I'm just, I just not going to play this anymore. I was never big on that game. I know you guys loved it, but I kind of was. Yeah, it was towards it, I guess. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't care as much for star Wars as, as us nerds do. That's true. I have never liked star Wars really. Yeah. Blasphemy. Blaspheming. Uh yeah, HQ. Uh HQ is kind of um it's kind of a pop culture thing at this point now, right? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it, it's more than just a mobile game show. They have they've got had like huge prize giveaways and uh me and my wife kind of as a ritual play it every night and was it last night? Last night she made it to the final question and got it wrong and I made it to the question before the final question and got it wrong. But we knew the answer to the last question. We were just, uh, you know, you panic yeah, a little bit and you push the wrong thing and then you think about it for a second. And, and you're like, like, oh, no, dang it. Dang it. So that's so that, what happened to us last night. So what was the last question? It was about the last amendment mm-hmm. that was that was enacted by uh, Congress, I believe. And uh Yeah. We we knew the answer. We just didn't didn't process it enough time, you know. You, you heathens. But it's kind of a ritual uh, for us after the, we get the kids to bed. Finally, it's usually right around nine or a little bit before nine. So uh, before we do anything else, we sit down and, and play HQ. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of a nice to kickstart off our free time at night. Yeah, I still uh, I still play HQ as well. I do my get in, do four questions. I'm too stupid, realize it, and then I end up losing. So <laughs> that's usually yeah. how how it goes with me. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's fun to uh, because the there's some trick questions thrown in there. There's some like if if you're gonna guess, there's some with like an obvious answer, and sometimes it's the obvious answer, and sometimes it's not. So yep. some, a lot of times you overthink it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, takes 
10, 15 minutes. Have you run into the issue? I know Corey has where they actually got a question wrong. Where they got a question wrong? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. I did have, I've had a couple like um, times where it messed up on me where I pushed the answer and it was right, but it mm-hmm. still said I was eliminated. That's happened like maybe twice. That's frustrating when that happens. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. I I, I can't I kind of hope they're upping the price. I know they keep doing that. It was two thousand when I first started, and now it's five thousand for for every time you win. Yeah, but like uh, you know, like last night, people would have won. People won fifty five cents or fifty six cents. Well, because there's now like a million people per yeah. game now, which usually is yeah crazy. When I was playing, when it was, it was literally a hundred thousand people. Yeah, not to say I got it on the ground floor, but right. <laughs> So yeah, that that's a fun one. Uh, Pokemon Go, um, still play that when I can. Uh, if, I, if, I keep running out of Pokeballs is the problem, and I, I'm too cheap to buy more with my own money. Well, I mean, Dan, if it wasn't still snowing in middle April, uh, we could you know go outside and get Pokestops. But... Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's been s- snowing pretty much nonstop for days. Like it doesn't accumulate; it just snows and blows and wind and cold, and and then it'll rain. And then it'll yep. be sunny for like three minutes and then it goes back to being windy and snowing and oh God, it's awful. I was close to having a mental breakdown when I was driving home just now and it was blizzarding. Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. Oh, I was listening God. to a podcast where people were complaining about the northeastern Eastern people because the people in the Midwest, you know, down in the South or on the West Coast, Mother Nature is a little bit more deadly. Um, you're kind of at her whim. Uh-huh. And I'm and me and my friend yesterday were talking about no, you know what? Mother Nature is giving us mental illness. Oh, absolutely. Here. That's that's why Binghamton is the most depressed and second heaviest <laughs> city in the country. Seven months of cold. Seven months of snow and clouds is what we get. Yeah. We have um, uh, probably even last summer. Uh, not to get off on a weather tangent, but last summer it barely got out of the 70s. Like one of the things my family loves to do as a group is swim. Mm-hmm. And there was one time where it was hot enough to enjoy swimming. The rest of the summer it was barely warm enough to swim. And it, I just like, I, I can't, I used to like, I like winter. I really do. But for four or five months most. Yeah. Not over half a year. From like the end of October to like early March. Yeah, I I can put up with that, but it just it's getting longer. Yeah, for here. But hopefully after tomorrow, I think we're going going into the fifties and sixties and balance like bouncing between those two. Yeah, that'll be okay. I don't almost have a breakdown. Yeah, I hear you. Anyway, yeah, so. Sorry for our weather tangent. <laughs> we usually go, uh, drive over to BU campus and make the loop a few times, and that's mm-hmm. how we restock Pokeballs. My wife gets a lot of Pokeballs because she travels a lot for work, so uh, she's she's got stops that she makes to to. I wish she could gift me Pokeballs. That would be nice. I've seen she's her got hundreds. Oh, well, I've seen her Pokemon Go game, Dan. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, she's got a lot of Poke Pokemans. I. Uh... I'm really looking forward to being able to like start playing again because they've added so much stuff. They added quests so you can get Pokemon like Mew. They've added uh, like seasonal or not seasonal uh, weather 
um, dynamics to the game. So if it's yeah. like snowing outside, like ice Pokemon will show up more, water Pokemon will show up more. If it's windy, like dragon and grass Pokemon show up more. If it's sunny, it's like fire and rock yeah. and stuff like that. So that's cool. That kind of not probably as much as I would like, but it does change like what pops uh, more often than not. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, you know, they've just finished adding Generation 3. They do legendary events. They do raids, um, which is raids where a bunch of people show up to a location and they battle one giant Pokemon. Um, and then after that, everybody gets the opportunity to catch it. So they added stuff like that. I Like, if you're somebody who lives in an area where there's a lot of Pokestops and you, like, walk around a lot and you're active, I think you should 100% get this. It's it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Like, it's really cool just, like, seeing your favorite Pokemon out and about. Just, yeah. Oh, it's Pikachu. It's something you can come and go from too. You don't need. You don't feel like you need to constantly be playing it. You know exactly. Because um, I I was playing it a lot for a while, and I kind of stopped over the past maybe month or so. But it's like I said, it's because I'm out of Pokeballs, and we just haven't had a chance to go uh, restock. But once I do that, you know, then I'll start playing a lot again. So. Yep. Exactly. And that's that's what's fun about it. It's not. I don't think you need to be top tier to get the enjoyment out of it. Really. Yeah. I think you can get enjoyment out of it just screwing around, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, I mean, for my wife, it's the collection aspect. You know, she's the her thing is to collect everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, and we don't we don't even do any gym stuff at all. So, and I tried the gym stuff, and it's not great, but that's all right because you know what, I'm you know collecting my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, I captured a gym one time last summer. I think it was last summer, two summers ago. Mm-hmm. two summers ago uh and i held it for probably not very long because i was at a rehearsal for a wedding and while we were waiting outside to go in i captured the gym so i'm pretty sure shortly after i left it was gone again from yeah from me but that was my one claim to fame dan was once a gym ago. owner i was once a gym owner yeah north valley is a small enough town where i used to be able to go around and head up with the gyms and then subsequently get them all taken from me and have to like redo it but it was kind of fun because like you did a little bit of battling threw my favorite pokemon in there and had it for a couple hours and then somebody else cleaned out nice okay um anything else mobile gaming wise not really um the biggest mobile gamer Corey, is no longer with us so he would have had some input not not dead, just not on the podcast. <laughs> I kind of wanted to leave it ambiguous. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I spoiled that moment. That's all right. Yeah. It's probably better for Corey's sake that we didn't say he's dead. Right, right. Yeah, and uh, once Eric comes comes on, we'll have him talk about uh, Fortnite on mobile. And what's the name of that game he's been playing? Uh, Tricking game. That's a good question. I can't think of what it is. Um, either. And then uh, I had a suggestion uh, for a mobile game to play in the chat when I was playing video games before we started. It was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory Slots. I'm not familiar with it, but well, let, let me look it up real quick. <laughs> Slots. Slots. Slotskis. Willy. Whoops. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka slots free casino. It's got 4.7 out of 5 stars. million downloads. Wow. Slot machines, mini games, and authentic casino fun in Wonka's magical factory. 
All right, all right. It's really well reviewed. See, I've never even heard of this anywhere. I haven't either. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's worth worth checking out anyway. I got that recommendation in chat before we started. So, um, there's PUBG Mobile. That's a that's a big one, too. Yeah, PUBG is uh, taking over. Apparently, as well. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, people are uh, emulating Android phones on their computers and playing with a keyboard and mouse and wrecking everybody. <laughs> well, so, why would you do that? <laughs> I don't even know. Like, it's just... I think that would be fun for, like, 10 minutes to wreck on everyone with a keyboard and mouse who are playing on their phones. Yeah. But then you'd be like, well, what's the point? You know? It doesn't seem like it would be fun after that. But then again, <laughs> I'm not a cheater in games, so I guess I wouldn't know. Uh, anyway. yeah, we don't. We've never really gotten our jollies from cheating. No, it takes the fun out of it. Exactly. So, okay. Uh, let's get into nibble bits. Do you have any nibble bits, Will? I do, Dan. I've got okay. two. Well, kind of sure. three. Um, my first one, and it's my favorite one. Fuse Zamasu uh, is announced for Dragon Ball Fighters. That was actually one of the characters on my wish list for the game to be added, uh, and he is being added in. He is the fused form. I'm not going to get into spoilers. I liked his. I wanted his base form to be added. It's already in the game as an assist with Goku Black, so he's technically in the game. You just can't fight with him. Uh, but his fused variant is being added. Uh, the way that they did the last DLC, where they added Broly and Bardock, they added two characters at once. So um, the leaked characters to be added are. Base Goku and Vegeta, Cooler and Android 17, and uh, Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. So my guess is they're going to do Goku and Vegeta base forms together, because that would make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're probably, if I were to pick, they're either going to add Android 17, Vegeta Blue, or Cooler, uh, alongside with Fuse and Masu. So really excited. I still love Dragon Ball Fighters. It's one of the best fighting games to have come out uh, recently. My next one. EA is reportedly working on a Battlefield Battle Royale game. Uh, this came on hot off the heels. The new Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is actually not going to have a single player. It's also going to have a Battle Royale game. And to that I say, I don't want more Battle Royales. Please no more. Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like the Battle Royale games now are what MOBAs were like three or four years ago. Like everyone was trying to come out with a MOBA. Because that's where all the money was, and twelve thousand percent, yes. Yeah, it's it stinks, you know. Let I, let let PUBG and Fortnite have their have their game. Uh, you know, the the only person that could come in and and maybe do something here is uh, Blizzard, because I think Blizzard was late to the game a little bit with Heroes of the Storm, but because it's Blizzard and the characters that they have, well, uh, you know, they can get away with it. Funny you say that, actually. I actually said, well, I can't wait for Blizzard's iteration of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then I said, I swear to God, if we get Skyrim Battle Royale. If we get Skyrim Battle Royale, Dan, I am putting my headset down and I'm not doing anything video game related again. That is my Done. promise. You guys Done. can hold me to it. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say, because we talked about this with, with MOBAs, and the only company that could come out with a MOBA now and have it be successful is Nintendo, but I feel the same way if they were deci- decide to come out with a Battle Royale. Uh, maybe Splatoon Battle Royale. Splatoon Battle Royale could be pretty good. 
I don't know if they could have that many people in a match, but you know, you could maybe get ten versus ten battle royale. Well, it, that would be I interesting. I don't know how Fortnite and PUBG run on phones, but if they are the hundred hundred player uh, bat like count, I bet the Switch could do a hundred. Probably. But I, I don't again, know, I, don't, I don't know if it is a hundred on the phones. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. I uh, I feel like too the, the thing with Splatoon that that's a, a bonus for it is the frame rate. It runs really well. Mm. So I don't know if you could get you know you'd have to probably at least lower the frame rate to get that a lot like a ton of uh, squids on the screen. <laughs> but Nintendo could get away with it because it's Nintendo and you know Nintendo can do no wrong. Yeah, at least for now. They yeah they have a lot of goodwill built up right now. Yeah, well there's still <laughs> plenty of people complaining in in the Nintendo Switch subreddit about all the ports and how there's no good games coming out in the next few months. Wait, what? People are actually saying that? Yeah, <laughs> there are phenomenal games on those Switch. Yeah, well you know, can't have it all. I guess I don't get right. people. I really don't. Neither do I. All right, what else you got, Will? Uh, that's actually it. Okay. I only have uh, those three. I only have one. It's also Call of Duty related. It's uh, it's that Call of Duty 4 is... Is it Black Ops 4? Yeah. Man. The rumor, <laughs> <laughs> the rumor is Black Ops 4 will not have a single-player campaign. Man, what a... Uh, that's so disappointing to me. I yeah. probably shouldn't care, but... I care. Yeah, I I know people like probably most people that buy Call of Duty don't play the campaign, right? Yeah, I mean, if I were to guess, I think the campaign's a dying dying art in the Call of Duty franchise. I still feel like they should lower the price of the game if they're not going to put a campaign in it. They won't, but they they should. But damn, their new battle royales in it. I'm about as interested in the battle royales as you are. I don't think I could be more disinterested in a call of duty than i am this one yeah i i people really like the return to world war ii so i i don't know why they felt like they needed to bounce back into the future or my, near future my guess is these developers develop these games right after they finish because yeah. you know they're the three yep. the three developer three cycle studios ro- rotating so probably Treyarch it started developing this right after Black Ops 3 came yeah. out. So they're like, you know, let's just keep going with this theme. Didn't realize the success of... Because I think there was an Infinity Ward game, which was Infinite Warfare, and then it was World War II. Yep. And then back to Treyarch. So they had two years developing this, didn't realize how successful World War II was going to be. So now they're like, oh, you know... Because yeah. I know uh, Battlefield 2 is rumored, or the new Battlefield is rumored to be in World War 2. Okay. They're so. also supposed to, supposedly working on a Battle Royale mode. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. Skyrim. Skyrim Battle Royale. It'll be Fallout Battle Royale. Fallout God. 4 Battle Royale. I would... That, that would make me... I don't know what would make me angrier, Fallout 4 Battle Royale or Skyrim Battle Royale. Yeah. Uh, Epic, ha- I, I meant to talk about this last week. I, I might have even tweeted it, but Epic has a, not Epic, um, Cliffy B's studio. The one Par- that did Law- pa- Lawbreakers. Par- no, not Paragon. That's a game. Blue, so I feel like it's Blue something. 
anyway, but they they just came out with a battle royale game too. It's based on the eighties. I can I can't think of the name of it, but they you know they're they came out with a hero shooter like shortly after Overwatch <laughs> came out. Like just make something different, dude. Ah, Cliffy B, visionary. Cliffy, yeah. What the heck is the name of his studio? I'm gonna look it up because yeah, I, I I'm actually looking right now. Okay. Cliff. I should know it off the top of my head, but my brain is just soggy. Is it Blue Streak? Blue Streak, yes. Sounds right. Isn't Lawbreakers dead? Yeah, apparently, there's a few thousand people uh, that play it regularly regularly on the PC that uh, are trying to keep it alive. Ah, the but yes, it's pretty much dead. That's disappointing because I kind of liked the the hero not i mean that was more of a hero shooter than like unreal tournament so i guess yeah. what i'm gonna say is wrong so never mind yeah. okay that's all i've got for nibble bits how was your week will it was good dan i've just been you know really just trying to grind out the rest of the semester um get that out of the way so i can you know enjoy life again yeah i hear uh, you I graduated this semester, and then after that, I only need a few more classes before I can apply to a pharmacy school. Huh? So, like, I have actually began the process of, like, looking at pharmacy schools. So, um, you know, Binghamton University is, is, like, my number one because it's an easy transition. But I'm still going to apply to schools in Florida, schools out in Seattle, schools in Oregon, you know, yeah. just to see if I get in. Yeah. Because um, why not? I think it's it would be cool to see that uh but like i said somewhere else for once i struggle back and forth if i want to yes you do if you can you do yeah you're right i do (laughs) but this area is just an absolute toilet well it's this winter has really just as we brought up earlier has really just just ruined me but the way i look at it is i only have like four more years of school after pharmacy um so going to BU cheaply, yeah, might outweigh the the depression of upstate. Yes, because um, student loans are no no joke. They they crush people in their early lives. So yeah, and you know I, the way I look at it is I'm cool taking my time at Broom because I can pay Broom out of pocket. Yeah, you know pretty easily, and like I'm very thankful for for that. As much as I've complained about still being at community college, but like I said, I've been able to get out. I took out one loan because I was in a pinch um, uh-huh. and it wasn't even for that much. So I can pay that off pretty easily. And, you know, I've been able to pay out of pocket ever since. And that's kind of a nice feeling to not have to, you know, struggle and be de- debilitated by loan debt. Yeah. It turns you into a wage slave, like right off the bat. Yep. And if, you know, a pharmacy is a, a fruitful route, I should have no issue being able to pay off what I rack up in, in like debt for, yeah, my uh, my next institution. Yep. But, okay. Yeah, that's that's enough of adult will talk. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. I've been playing Bioshock Infinite, which I'm really excited to talk about. Nice. Um, as for me, so I I wanted to talk about this last week. So I, my I it was a, a my card had an, an inspection that was due last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get it done in time. Because I don't, I just don't, I don't do that on time. I never, never have. I never will. Uh, so it was getting to be about mid, mid April. And I was like, I better get it done. So I took the car over 
to have it inspected. Uh, for those that don't live in New York State, they do safety and emissions inspections. Um, so it passed the emissions inspection, failed the safety inspection. Breaks. You're, you're, oh, man. So I was like, oh, God damn. So the, the, the place called us. They're like, yeah, um, failed, failed the brakes. It needs rotors and pads front and back. 600 bucks. And I was like, no, I do no. brakes. I can do it for a quarter of that. So I went to pick up the car. Well, because it was past due for inspection, they have to actually take the, ins- the old inspection sticker off. So I drove it from Vestal home without an inspection sticker on which is, you know, it's very noticeable. Uh, so if I if I had driven by a cop, I would have gotten a hefty fine. Yeah. So I drove it home, got got the parts I needed for. I was supposed to, supposed to work on it over the weekend. It was actually kind of nice on the weekend, but I didn't get the chance. So Monday, it's pouring rain all day, but it's the only day I have to work on the brakes in the car. So uh. <laughs> the car is soaked. It's cold. I'm working with cold metal, cold, sharp metal pieces. I put... I. You know, get the car ready to take the brakes off. I look at it. It doesn't actually need brakes. <laughs> pull my leg. They knew that I had my car was it's almost got a hundred thousand miles on it. Yeah. It the, no sane person would drive their car off of a lot with no inspection sticker on. But me, I did it because you know, screw them. That's why. How irate irate were you? I was pretty mad. So I I. I replaced the front brakes and then I took it to a place down the street yeah. um, to get inspected. And yeah, no problem. So that place I could just walk to, uh, I dropped the car off at night. I drove it down in the cover of darkness. So if, you know, so it would be Smart. a little more difficult to see that I didn't have an inspection sticker on. Um, Smart, Dan. So today uh, my wife was on her way home from work and texted me and her brakes are grinding on her car. Oh, no. so when she got home at like six o'clock, we, we figured out that we needed to borrow her dad's car because she's got a lot of traveling to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's why we ended up starting late is we I had to drive her to her dad's to pick up her car. And we got home like literally 10 minutes before I started the stream. It was just enough time to put the twins to bed. And then I came down here. So that's why that's why we started <laughs> a little so, later than usual. So you had quite the day. Yeah. It, yeah. It's been quite the couple weeks, I guess, because my wife is doing uh, her final papers and projects for her class, too. So she's been you know, really stressed with work and then hockey playoffs. Oh, my you know? God. I'm trying to block it out because I'm so angry. Uh, what's the Maple Leafs deal? Are they losing? Did yeah, they, they, lost? they lost tonight. Three one. Oh, geez. They have not looked good. And I can't feel like, oh, I get it. Boston's good. Yeah, whatever. But looking at the record, the Leafs weren't that far behind them for uh, standing placement. And they, Freddie Anderson owns the Bruins. He has like a 10-0-1 record going into this. They owned them all year. They owned them all last year. Like, I don't know what's going on. And to top it off, Marchand got the game-winning goal. And I don't say this ever to any player but if he got seriously injured on the ice i would feel no remorse whatsoever he is by far the dirtiest cheapest player in the game and the nhl lets him get him get away with way too much he needs to be suspended for what he did he punched uh riley like in the kidney for no reason today it's just like i'm i'm so sick of seeing that and he's not nothing's gonna happen to him yeah it's the star right it's insane crazy 
But, I mean, yeah, whatever. The Leafs are going to lose in the first round again. It's what I signed up for when I switched teams. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've, they've got time. Yeah, they they've definitely. A, they've, they've got a good young core. That's what I got to remember. Boston's old and ancient for the most part, other than a few kids here and there. Yeah. Or uh, Toronto's all really young. Yeah. Okay. Nashville, though, Dan, would, uh, Colorado's giving them a run. Yeah. I, it worries me, but at the same time, I'm hoping it makes them take things a little more seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won handily the first two games. The second game they got, or the, the first two games they won relatively handily. They still, they, they are doing, we'll talk about this during pond hockey, I'm sure. Yep. Um, but they're giving up goals, like, right off the bat. Yeah, no. down one or two to nothing right yeah. off the bat which is worrying because you know uh, once you get once you play winnipeg uh or vegas or you know if they make the cup finals by some miracle if you play like a boston or a pittsburgh you can't yeah. get down one or two goals right off the bat you just yeah. can't i expect to come back so yeah the first and second games they they got behind but came back and and won good second and third periods uh, the third game they got crushed and I, that was the, that was the night after I did the breaks. I slept terrible the night before I was out in the cold and rain all day. So I was super tired. So after the first period, I, I just fell asleep because yeah. it was, they were down three to nothing. I was like, this game's probably going to be over. Uh, so I, I wanted to stay up, but I fell asleep. Uh, and then game four, they, uh, they played a lot better off the bat, uh, mm-hmm. but still let, let, uh, um, Colorado come back. Yeah. And did Nashville taking stupid penalties. Um, yeah, Brian Hartman got suspended again. Uh, he was he was out of his mind <laughs> a couple times during that game. So if he didn't get suspended, he probably would have been benched. I saw him lay a hit and he was like a homing missile. He just saw someone and yeah. just skated at them and waited for him to get the puck so he could just crush him. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't seen him like act like that but I, I didn't watch the blackhawks that much so i don't know what he was like with, with them but yeah he that was the first time i had seen that from him yeah eh, who knows so yeah uh game five is tomorrow back in nashville so hopefully, hopefully they, they advance hopefully they close it out and we don't have to worry about it it's been a very lackluster first round this year in my opinion yeah i mean i expected more fighting from pittsburgh and philly that's been kind of a boring series um, every game is like a five goal blowout. Yeah. Yep. The only good series, in my opinion, is Washington Columbus. Yeah, Washington won tonight, which is unfortunate. Yeah, I'm really pulling for Columbus. Me too. Columbus and Vegas are going to be the teams that I and Nashville, obviously, because I always root for Nashville. But those will be the teams that I'm going to follow once uh, Toronto gets eliminated Saturday. Okay. Yeah, maybe they'll make a make it interesting. I'd rather them not, so I don't have to like get uh, my hopes yeah. up. Yeah, I hear you. What if I'm done? I'm <laughs> up. Okay. Uh, so what'd you play, Will? Bioshock Infinite Remaster. Yeah. I haven't played Bioshock since I want to say 2014, 2013-ish. Um, man, what a what a fantastic game that is. Yep. Everything about it is just awesome. I forgot a lot of how the nuances of that game works. I forgot that there was like an upgrade system, uh-huh. like your uh, health shield or uh, sorry, um, salts. I've been drinking soda, so I've got burps. 
Um, the salts, there's also gear that you can add to your character. Like, I forgot that, that all of that was even in the game. And I forgot about all the vigors that were in the game as well. So, like, I'm discovering all this. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's right. I forgot about all this stuff. Um, and because I got the remaster, it comes with, like, the season pass. So right off the bat, I got a ton of gear and um, character upgrades. Oh, nice. So I basically upgraded my vigor, uh, you like, my salt bar, um, basically mana all the way. So, like, I pretty much just use vigors a lot. Um, I've just been doing that, and I've been messing around with the guns, and I also forgot how handy Elizabeth is. Like, usually the AI with yeah. these games is awful, but, like, yeah. she's so helpful. She's tossing me um, health all the time, ammo all the time, salt stuff all the time. Like, like it's been... She's been awesome. And, I, like I said, I forgot all of this. Um, yeah, but I love Bioshock Infinite. The story... Is shaping up to be really good. I just got to the point, Dan. Do you remember when you went through the shanty town? Yeah. Um, and when that's when, like, I'm gonna spoil it because this game's like six years old. So yeah. Um, it's the point where you go through the tears the first time with the Chen Li stuff because you need him to get guns. He gets killed. You go through the tear where he's alive, and then you have to go through another tear. Yep. And like the Vox Populi are saying, Booker, do it died for us to be able to rise up. And everyone's like chanting like, Oh, oh. and you're walking around like, what is going on? Yeah. Like that is such a cool moment. And Elizabeth's like somehow like we're in this dimension now. Like it's just like a really, really cool, um, cool part of the game and like i'm gearing up like i'm like because i played far cry 5 so like the religious stuff is like there and like it's in this one too which kind of is drawing me it's a concept that i really like and like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like racial messages in it too which i never really realized when i played it the first time um it's just like the game is just chock full of just awesome stuff like that yeah it's it's a it's a beautiful game it looks it looks nice it plays nice it's just it's uh cutting too, you know, with its yeah. commentary. It's, it's it, fantastic. I also forgot about the loot tesses too. Oh man, such a good idea for characters. Yeah, I actually talked to somebody today who <laughs> I knew as soon as I asked him what his favorite Bioshock game was, he was going to say a System Shock. Sure enough, he's a sh- System Shock <laughs> fan. Does not think Bioshock Infinite's that great. Really? Uh. What? System Shock's old school. Yeah, like, yeah, it's cool, but come on. Bioshock Infinite is amazing, and anybody who says otherwise is crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's really what I've been playing. Like, I've just been, I want to say I might be, like, halfway through-ish. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what, that's what I've been doing. But, man, do I, I love this game. I'm going to play Bioshock 2, because I only played that one time, and I know um, we had a fan write in who said... Not a good game. So yeah, I didn't really like Bioshock Two all that much either. And I want to say Corey and I liked Bioshock Two more than one. Yeah, I I feel like you did. So Definitely. I want to know if I'm just dumb. No, because yeah. that's the the like that's the Bioshock nobody really talks too much about. So I kind of want to I want to see what's up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's all. That's all I've been playing though. Alright, um, all I've been playing is Breath of the Wild. How is it? It's so good. It, <laughs> I have, like, different things to play that I want to play, but I'm just like, oh, you know? Because I, I, I need to, I actually 
should play something new for my games channel because I think I hit my I just recorded my twentieth Breath of the Wild video. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to play something different, but I'm like I could just play Breath of the Wild instead. <laughs> it's just such an awesome game. Man. It it really is. Yeah, I think that uh, that that game and Bioshock need to be in my top ten somehow. Yeah. I just have to figure out how. I think I have Bioshock Infinite in my top ten. I don't remember what my top ten is, but I know I had Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild's going to go up. It'll be in my top five once we restructure our top our ten list. lists. Coming up on it halfway through. Yeah, a little over halfway. It's less than a year now. We're we're getting on it. I'm really really excited actually to do this top. I'm going to give more thought into my top ten than I have ever have this uh-huh. this time. So that's a promise. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. Next week I have Death Road to Canada is coming out that I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently it's like Oregon Trail, but with zombies. And you okay. need to, you take a car and need to get to Canada. Okay. Uh, that's going to be on the Switch. It's been on PC for a while. I th- is it on mobile as well? It might be. I feel like I saw someone say it's on mobile. And then Light something or other. Dang it. All right, let me look it up. It's a platformer that's coming out next week, also, um, that I've been saving up for. Death Road to Canada is on iOS. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought it might be. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Ooh, Project Octopath Traveler. Can't wait for that one. Oh yeah, that's that's soon July, right? I think so. It's not too far off. It's light something. God dang it. I can't find it, of course. Light Drifter. No. Hyper Light Drifter is coming to the Switch. It's I got it running and everything. I know that. Yeah. Lightfall. That's what it is. Lightfall okay. is a platformer coming out to the Switch next, also next week. Uh, so I'll be getting it. Those, those games are both cheap. Death Road to Canada is going to be $12. Um, I have gold coins that I can put towards it. I think over six dollars worth, and I have some uh, some store credit left over from a eShop card that I got so mm, nice. a while ago. So those will be my purchases for next week. I think Lightfall is one I can do on my games channel, which I probably will uh, for something different. No Death Road to Canada. <laughs> no, I have to do E or E ten plus <laughs> games. Kids love zombies these days. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's a pixelated game too. It's not like it's. I don't know what kind of language is in it. I know you can put people you know in the game and their NPCs in the game, which I think is interesting. Yeah. So it's like uh, like XCOM two a little bit. Like, oh no, I don't want to lose so and so. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, let me call up a. I'll call up Death Road to Canada footage on here. I don't know if I called that up last week. No, you know what? I'll call up Lightfall. Lightfall. Oh, it's probably just a trailer. I think this is coming to other platforms, too. Ten minutes of Lightfall at GDC. That's what we want. Which is... This, yeah, it, it, the game looks looks incredible. Like Stylistically, it's... Very nice. Okay. Um, I think feedback, right? Yeah. 
Right. So the first is from Alex, who says, Hello, Thumbstick Athletes. Hope your week has gone well. I would like to weigh in on the Flood versus Husk debate. Yeah. If Flood require organic material, they need a host to inhabit and spread. These hosts kill other organic material for infestation and also create chambers for reproduction. Without organic material, they are nothing, which is where the Halo Rings come in. The Forerunners knew the only way to wipe out the Flood was through complete universal destruction of organic material. So if a Husk is nothing more than a shell of cybernetics, can it really be inhabited by the Flood? I say no. In regards to Bioshock, my favorites are two, then one, then infinite. The story on infinite felt rushed to me. I feel like I got to the end too quickly without really finding out about Booker's past. Two is my favorite because of the story and the combat. Destroying everything as a big daddy is very rewarding. One will always be important uh, because of that one line in the beginning by Andrew Ryan. Is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? I choose the impossible. I choose rapture. And then you see the underwater city with great 1920s music. That is probably my favorite beginning to a video game. Have a great week, Alex. So we have we have more, uh, you know, backing up of Bioshock 2. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, for also, too, I should say that's the one I played the least. I played Bioshock 1 a lot. I played yep. Bioshock Infinite. I tr- I played it a few times, uh, but I also try to play it like once a year. It's one of those games I try to just get through. Mm-hmm. Not get through, but try to play through once a year just because I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am definitely more familiar with that. I might, I might have only played Bioshock 2 once. I think I've definitely only played it once. So, so. I'm with you on that. <clears throat> I'll have to give it another go. Maybe if there's a lull in the summer or something, I'll... Because I, I, I've got to play through the Metro games again, too, before Metro Exodus. Oh, man, that it's coming up, too. Yeah. So many um, games. Uh, to bring up Corey for a second, though, I, we'll get back to Alex's feedback in just a second, but... Uh, tempted to buy a gaming laptop. Oh, yeah. Um, the Ace, Was it the Ace, Acer? Asus? A, yeah, Acer Predator gaming laptop. Yeah, that's quite a development. Yeah, maybe that means uh, Corey's going to make his triumphant return. Corey's such an enigma to me. I just, yep. He kind of took offense that I called him the Mark Sessler of this podcast, but <laughs> he is the Mark Sessler of this podcast. Right. Wow. Nice. And when I say uh, he's an enigma, I'm not saying that negatively. He's just... No. He's, he's hard to read. He really is, and he you could never... be in a cabin at any moment. You know, well, you know, and you never know when he's messing with you too, or if he's being <laughs> legitimate about things. Exactly. No idea. It's like uh, Andy Kaufman, a little bit. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's it's hard to tell when the joke stops and when the you know when Cor- it's, it's Corey or is is he messing with you? You know, exactly. It's, who knows? He's, he's the reason why I have to preface everything with "Don't tell me to Google this." I'm looking for an answer from one of you guys. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay, so back to the flood versus husks. Um, Husk is nothing more a shell of cybernetics. Can it be inhabited by the flood? I say no. I don't think so either. Yeah. So that means that means that that would put the husks in at the advantage, right? Over the over the flood. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at in a one versus one, or you know, army versus army fight, I guess. Because I guess if you look at the flood, they inhabited humans in the covenant. They did not inhabit the Proth- Protheans. 
No, Protheans is from Mass Effect. The Prometheans? What's the the beginner the yeah the race was it Halo four or Halo four races? Um, I can't think of what. Yeah, called. the Prometheans. Prometheans. Okay. And they are, I want to say they are made by the Forerunners, so they're not a they're they're uh, uh, not organic. Exactly, they're Forerunner machines. Okay. I think is what they are. So yeah, no, they wouldn't. Those like aren't taken over, so that would lead to husks not being able to be taken over. Right. Huh. Interesting. I like it. So yeah, husks. Okay, husks. Husks. It is. Um. Yep. Bioshock's favorites are two, then one, then infinite last. Okay. That hurts me a little bit, but <laughs> it's okay. I understand. All right, so that was from Alex. So thanks, Alex. This is from Tate. Tate says, hey, guys, I have my own Steam account, and I downloaded Fairy Bloom Freesia to try <laughs> and fulfill my promise to play it. But when I click it to run it, a box comes up on the screen saying it is running for a second. Then the box goes away, and it won't let me play it. Nothing ha- nothing happens. Any ideas what, what that might mean? I need to play this magical game. A couple things. Uh, tr- I mean, there's always the delete and reinstall thing. Uh, that that sometimes works. Uh, go into like game preferences and do. Uh, I'm not going to be able to think of what it is. Let me. I think my Steam is active. Oh, library installed. So you're going to want to right click the game, go into properties, so updates, general, files. Oh, yep. Uh, so yeah, right click on the game on your list. Go to properties on the bottom. Uh, local files tab and then verify integrity of game files mm. a lot of times that will fix any any errors you might have uh, that works sometimes and then if if all else fails go into the discussions and someone will have had the same problem that's that's usually my third step if i can't get a game to work someone will have something that that works or they'll say yeah, you're out of luck. It's not going to work. But I can't imagine that's the case for the classic that is Fairy Bloom Freesia. Should work. Right? We, I need that report on this game. Yeah. Yeah, so try those. I, I guarantee someone's found a workaround or a fix for it. Someone, someone's had the same problem. Uh, he says, I've been playing a lot of Fortnite lately. I like all the updates they've made on it. Eric, I'm still waiting for you to add me, brother. My gamer tag is in your Twitter inbox. I'm all about the bush. That's what she said. <laughs> Actually, hopefully not. Anyways, I recently bought some really nice Turtle Beach gaming headphones, and man, what a difference they make to the Fortnite experience and to gaming in general. I love them. My wife, not so much, because now I listen to her even less because the headphones <laughs> cancel out noise. I've been playing the crap out of Stardew Valley as well, and I just finished up my first year. Really relaxing game, and I love the music. Makes me want to take a nap. I'm getting really excited about E3, and I have a feeling there are going to be some huge announcements that we can all get excited about. Anyways, dudes, have a good week. Taterade out. Yeah, I'm with you. Gaming with headphones on is way better than gaming without headphones on. Uh, I've even taken to having earbuds when I play my play play the Switch, not in docked mode. Especially playing oxen free because you got to hear all the dialogue. It's nice to have earbuds and have the music injected directly into your ear holes. See, I'm actually the opposite. I prefer gaming without headphones. Do you really? I do, and I don't know why. 
Well, if you ever play Hellblade, play it with headphones on. I do want to play that. It's really good. I think you'll like it. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what Corey was smoking when he said he didn't like it. Corey hated everything in that moment. That's true. That was when Corey was at his darkest. Yeah. We'll, we'll hear about everything we said about him tomorrow. It's nothing bad. No, it's funny. It's, I like, we're, we're saying he's a wild card in a good way. You know. I, I like throwing these things in there just to see what Corey reacts to <laughs> later about it. Yes. Uh, Stardew Valley. I love me some Stardew Valley. Game of the generation. It's up there. It's up there. Definitely the most relaxing game I've ever played anyway. Well, the two jabronis who would say Rocket League haven't been here, so... Yeah. Well, I don't find Rocket League relaxing, you know? No, I... Yeah, no, not at all. Competition is not relaxing for me. No. So. Not one bit. Yeah. Uh, E3. I'm also getting excited about E3. Uh, mostly because of the Nintendo stuff. That's a little bit of fanboyism there, but uh, you know the only console I play right now is Switch. So I'm hoping for some good announcements from that. But yeah, you know, if if, and, if uh, the other, I, you know, I'm always excited for for big news for games. You know, mm-hmm. so. And you're going to be immune to the battle royale craze for this. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they all have their own battle. They'll, you know, Xbox will have one. EA will have one. Ubisoft will have one with towers. With towers, yes. It'll probably be the division battle royale. Uh, Don't they? I hope they don't hurt the division like that. Yeah, I have good memories of the division. It's really good. Don't, don't, uh, don't Don't screw the pooch. Yeah. Uh, what are we watching here? You know what? I'll bring up some uh, Death Road to Canada. Throw that into the, the live stream. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I'm yawning really oh, bad. Oh, that's... that's <laughs> no worries. I don't know how much my new mic picks up. So... Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's pretty good. I'm hoping mine doesn't pick up a lot of background noise because there is always a lot of background noise in this house. Yeah, no, it doesn't really pick up background noise too much. Um, yeah, that's it for feedback. Uh, so thanks, Alex and Tate. So dope. Just double check and make sure we don't have anything else. Don't want to miss anyone. Twitter. Nothing on Twitter. Double check on Facebook. Nothing on Facebook. Okay. So we're good. Two. Two for the game giveaway. Uh, So number one. And that is Alex. Alex it is. Congratulations, Alex. Um, so you're going to get a pick through game one through 175. Oh, real quick before you, before we start the rolling. Uh, so last, last week, Eric, 
or reefer yes uh won, won the game giveaway he declined to pick a game and he also gave us a bunch of games to put in our our game giveaway because he, he thought his feedback was weak so <laughs> he declined, declined to accept a game so that, that that that's fine i did not find it to be weak feedback as long as we, our our rule is as long as it uh can be discussed it's considered feedback so that was where um, he just said new jersey really isn't that what <laughs> he said yes <laughs> and it turns out he was right <laughs> we are dumb yes uh so yeah but we appreciate the games i meant to thank him and i just never got the chance so when you hear this thank you for the games we will uh add them to the list definitely are they better so, than there's a lot of good games in there yes <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of good games in there so so you're telling me a game like alex's first game sanctum 2 isn't in there sanctum 2 i i've heard that one that well we've had that come up before right yes that one has come up a bunch okay uh so your first one is sanctum 2 boom add uh oh i'm sorry it's the sanctum collection sanctum collection sorry i'm out of sorts right here trying to i evernote doesn't set things up nicely too often so i get ocd and it drives me crazy um number two 168 which is inside and it's eric's edition uh but inside is listed on here twice and you and eric both have it so i'll just give mine away it's easier that way Uh, we we have to give someone uh eric's um rainbow six siege too i've got to remember to text him gotcha um next 65 uh and 65 is outlast which is a dan game Mm -hmm. i really liked outlast it was really good shaping up to be pretty scary so far could this be the best game uh, game giveaway yet maybe um next is number 12 and we have the hot hitter beyond eyes I'm going to keep that one for myself. Dan wants to keep Beyond Eyes. So we'll <laughs> I won't. But I won't, but I want to. <laughs> and last but not least, number 100, lucky number 100, and you get the Swapper. Oh, that's a pretty good list right there. Yeah, you got some. You got three really good indie games and Sanctum, which I know nothing about, and Beyond Eyes, which I'm assuming is god-awful. Uh, it's the, the game where you're uh, it's supposed to help you experience what it's like to be blind, maybe? Hmm. I feel it's, like that's it, a it, statement game and I'm pooping on it for no reason. <laughs> it's it's an indie game. I think it got okay reviews. I think it's like sevens. Yep. Okay. Yep, it's about... <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Tiger and Squid and published by Team 17. I didn't mean to hate on your game. Yeah. So... Alex, your collect or bleh, your game selection is Sanctum Collection, Inside, Outlast, Beyond Eyes, or The Swapper. That is a pretty pretty solid mix right there. Uh-huh. Um, if you're going for best game, probably Inside. If you're looking for a scary fix, Outlast. If you're looking for a message, you're gonna want to play Beyond Eyes, Puzzles, The Swapper, and if you're looking to blow stuff up and destroy things, Sanctum, right? I don't know what Sanctum is about, but I've just heard of it. I'm going to look real quick. Because if not, that's you know a very wide um, variance of games. 
I'll call it up in the video. Sanctum 2, right? Yep. Something tells me it's kind of like a... Oh, it's a shooter. Not what I was expecting. I thought it was a Diablo-like game. I did too. I thought it was like a first-person Diablo. What? <laughs> so wait, what, what game were we thinking of then? I don't know. Yeah, this is definitely... This looks interesting, actually. Yeah, kinda, it kind of does. Science fiction. It looks like this person's building things. Could this be... Solving puzzles? Is it a first-person puzzle game? I'll yeah. click all really quick. It's okay. It's, it's the world's first tower defense FPS hybrid. So it's tower defense, but it's first person shooter tower defense. Cool. Nine out of ten on Steam. People really like it. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. I'm 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 intrigued here. Uh, seventy seven percent on Metacritic. IGN gave it eight and a half. Uh, huh? Yeah. So you really got some. You got a good pick of the games here, there, Alex. Yeah. Okay. So next week we are going to be doing God of War. Yep. Um, Will you think you're going to be able to get a decent amount of time in there? I know it's supposed to be a long game, so yeah, I should be able to play a bunch of it. I thought it was going to be short, like the last game. And then Eric's telling me it's 50 hours. So <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard anything about how long it would be, but that that you know, I can't imagine it's going to be short. It's supposedly open world, so one of two things will happen. I'm going to play a lot of it or not any of it. Uh, and I'm going to play, try to play a lot of it. So okay. things would have to go horribly wrong during my week for me to not play any of it. Yeah. That's the plan anyway. If, if ultimately you and Eric don't get a lot of chance, a lot of time to play it, then maybe we'll postpone it for another week and have something else for an episode next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we do have to get ourselves more organized. That's been a seven year thing. <laughs> Yeah, Except the, the only difference was there was more people to be disorganized, so ultimately more got done. Now it's falling on just pretty much you and I at this point. Yeah, that's okay. I just have to uh, plan. I'm going to sit down one of these nights and just plan out 10 or 15 episodes. I'd like to get a schedule up. We can do a, um, a brainstorming session before the next pond hockey. If That's you want, yeah. you and I can sit down and throw some ideas against the wall and see what we like and whatnot. And whoever yeah, joins us, I'm going to start asking some guests, like people, yeah, if they want to do it, if that's cool too. So, yeah, sounds good to me. I got one person in mind who'd be really good. All right. Uh, that'll do it for episode 352 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Well, Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.